And it's also cars are homophobic because gay people can't drive, actually. And they invented that knowing that. <laughs> they invented gay people knowing that. <laughs> the US government invented gay people to promote the movie Scream, and they knew that those people couldn't drive. And so it's really unfair that now this whole class of people who physically can't drive are now just out on the street. <laughs> Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi, we're Quinn and we're Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jumpscare, a podcast where we talk openly about our shared delusions. Passions. And love for each, each other. other. Uh, okay, so we're <laughs> Hi, designers. I am fully in tears. <laughs> fully, fully <sighs> in tears. <sighs> oh my God. And I think it's just because I didn't really know what I was doing. And then hearing also what you were doing was just crit. Like, I definitely didn't get a full word out. Okay. Anyway, hey guys. <laughs> hey it's us again oh my god us again boo guys hush be quiet he's right behind you okay (laughs) guys look over there oh my god guys watch out okay anyway oh my god so all right it's been a crazy sunday to be honest yeah well back i would say so it is sunday so the sabbath but becca and i will never rest no (laughs) the view of the cop destroyers where they're like sunday a day of rest but not for me (laughs) not for me could never be me Mm. um so quinn it is week 15 of doing this podcast that is insane to me well it's actually week 14 because we did the double little premiere but it's episode 15 great point on your part <laughs> but still 15 episodes <laughs> that's what? so much that's, that's crazy. crazy yeah i, th- I wanted to bring that up too i'm glad you did yeah i guess with like by from conception probably mm. 15 but um yeah it is 15 from say? conception okay that's nice <sighs> well i guess we'll just do as we always do 15 mm. times in a row and let's catch up <laughs> quinn it seems like i'm really interested by your first bullet point in our in our Google Doc, if you don't mind. Just oh, because I kept right a little bit of mystery. <laughs> well, I did want to explain. I did want to explain off top the um, mm. the reference I was making with my welcome into the podcast is I was doing my best Tim Gunn snatch game. Um, it was pretty good. Hello, designers. Um, hello, it's kind designers. of like an older James Charles. Like it's a very old James Charles. I've never made that connection before. <laughs> hello, designers. Hello. Um. Like Tim kind of stays Ugh. there. Like James is much more like, but Tim yeah. kind of stays at that camp. Anyway. And but, Tim does not produce nearly the amount of saliva James Charles does. No, Tim Gunn. I'm, so the reason I'm thinking about Tim Gunn so much is because I'm watching Making the Cut on Amazon, which I've talked about right. on this podcast before, but I didn't mm-hmm. know that they made a season two and a season three. Oh, boo. So there was a whole season two waiting for me. And now I'm on to season three, which is premiering literally currently and i don't think it's the best reviewed show on the planet but i think amazon it's like a major part of amazon fashion and them 
Mm. It's basically one big ad campaign for Amazon fashion, which apparently Amazon is like investing a lot of money into. Scary. Okay. And so I think that is what's keeping it on. But I find it very enjoyable, actually. I have this whole thing in my pages today about whether I'm actually allowed to find it enjoyable because it's like Amazon is such a terrible entity in the world. But I don't know, guys. I just want to enjoy something for once. <laughs> Literally. That's how I feel about Fleabag. Oh, yeah. Like, and Amazon. also like Marvelous Miss Maisel. Like a lot of people are just like, guys, like, I don't know. I don't know. There's no good studio like you know yeah i stand you can't win thousand percent stand with the amazon workers they should treat their workers better they should pay their workers absolutely evil corporation but all of them are and so it's just kind of hard to exist like it's hard to consume ethically sometimes but anyway yeah i like the show on amazon it's not making me go out and buy amazon necessarily not yet anyway um but um (laughs) it is really cool because it's like it is very much a project. It's just Amazon's Project Runway. But, mm-hmm. and I've never actually seen Project Runway, but it's more mm-hmm. centralized to the design because they partly don't have to sew their own things. Okay. So like they have like se- seamstresses come in like when they're not working and work on their clothes. That seems so much easier. But they, it means the designs can be a little bit more ambitious. But, and okay. then there's the added thing of like, you have to leave a tech pack for the seamstress because they have to be able to get it yes and you can only leave them like written instructions right so that is a little anyway fair enough but anyway so I'm very fashion forward and so last night my mom wanted to watch a movie with me and Mm -hmm. I picked a movie that I have never seen which I believe we talked about on the podcast before okay one two three the devil wears prada yippee doo da! Yes. <laughs> yes, I have finally seen it. Wow. Yes. How'd you think? How'd you think? I enjoyed it. I feel like it was a little bit of a case of whenever I tell people I haven't seen The Devil Wears Prada, they're always like, oh, you would love that movie. Like, so yeah. affirmatively. Yeah. And so I watched it and I was like, this is very good. But I wasn't like head over. Or I I don't know. I think it was just that like hype thing of like people have been like, this is one of the best movies. You'll love it. And then I watched it and I was like, this is this is very enjoyable. I would a thousand percent watch this again. Right. But it wasn't like, you know, I feel like because of the hype, specifically to me, not like in general. Yeah. I think the movie is very well rated. Right. But like specifically to me, it was hyped up as like, Ugh. I think and that so- if you would have watched it while younger, you would. Oh yeah. You know, I, I think that's where we, we -hmm. went astray there. Yeah. 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 It's also 2006 in some of the references, particularly to body image, which horrifying, terrifying. I didn't love the fact that they're like (laughs) the fact that Anne Hathaway, like a 20 something Anne Hathaway is like, yeah, I'm not the skinniest girl in the world. I'm like, um, so what do you actually mean by that? Cause that's fucking crazy. Yeah. And the fact that they're calling her like fat in the movie, I was like, this is crazy actually. And I realize it's supposed yeah. to be like satirical, but it, anyway. Yeah. It fell into the glee line a little bit of like, it's hard to do satire of like, it's uh-huh. hard to do satire and then have sincere moments. It's like, yeah, especially in satire, you either have to commit to it mm-hmm. or just not do it at all. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, anyway, minor criticism of the movie. What I really want to talk about with the movie is actually the Stanley Tucci character, Nigel. Stanley. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I. <laughs> okay. I tried to say. Wait, I, I've had a long day, but okay. okay so 
Macy mistakenly, I think I've mentioned this before. Uh-huh. She she gets like I have my misremembrance. I I have things like that, but Macy misremembers celebrities' names. She calls Timothy Chalamet Tiffany Chalamet. And oh. also <laughs> calls Stanley Tucci Staniel, like Daniel, but <laughs> ST. So I was trying to say Staniel, but I said I said it's real. (laughs) Staniel Tucci. (laughs) Daniel Tucci. Yeah, but I think I was really interested by that character because whenever we bring up the debate of like non-queer people playing queer roles, Mm -hmm. I feel like that performance by Stanley Tucci in The Devil Wears Prada is always touted as one of the best ones. Mm -hmm. And I do agree with it. I think he did an amazing job. Um, Mm -hmm. like not like I was reading an article today that kind of did a compare contrast with like Stanley Tucci's character in Devil Wears Prada versus like James Corden in the prom which is like actually offensive yeah yeah. oh my god and you actually (laughs) Nicole Kidman we have to talk about how good Nicole Kidman is in the prom movie I actually didn't know she was in it she is and she's very good Okay. Andrew Rannells was her and Andrew Rannells really stole the show and um Oscar winner what is her name the girl who just won for West Side Story Anita yeah Ariana DeBose Ariana DeBose yeah 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 okay she's in it as well um because she's been in everything she was like a she's one of those 29 year olds playing a 16 year old but like we love it for right. her anyway yeah so James Corden like had like a little lisp it, it, like so effeminate just like it was it was really weird mm. and then he had this whole like gay trauma storyline and I was like so you really just there were so many gay people that could have played this actually and yeah. Stanley Tucci I appreciate that his character didn't have that same depth in a way probably because the movie was made in 2006 and also Stanley Tucci was didn't like play into any like stereotypes or anything because right. Stanley Tucci is a very queer straight man yes he's Probably the most so. Yes, he's one of the more <laughs> queer straight men we have. He also played Caesar Flickerman. He's played a lot of gay people throughout his career. That's what anyway. I was going to say. But my thing with Nigel is there is nothing in the movie that explicitly suggests that he is gay. Yeah, it's not. It's just, I think probably also because of the times, it's just something we assume. Which is super homophobic. <laughs> Like, super <laughs> it's been bothering me all day because I feel crazy because okay I have no doubt that like like is that character gay probably mm-hmm. is I did some research is it allegedly based off this like gay fashion journalist whoever yes mm-hmm. um apparently it takes inspiration from this guy named Simon I forget his last name mm-hmm. did they probably consider he was gay on the set yes However, there's nothing in the movie, not even a passing thing of being like, oh, I like my men this way or he's cute or oh, anything like that. (laughs) Like it's just him wearing scarves and that's supposed to be being like and and it's like, yeah. And then he works in fashion. It's like super homophobic that people talk about him as like this gay role. It's weird, but I don't know. It's one of those like. Yeah, because I feel like everything I've I've heard about it being like a gay role is just the speculation. Assumption. Yeah. And just that he works in the fashion industry and is like he's not even effeminate, I would say. 
He's like eccentric. Yeah, but he like, for all we know, that Carragher, Carragher could be straight. Oh, oh, in 2022, that character could fully be straight. <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's also the lens I was watching the movie through, but it, I felt crazy because there's nothing explicitly in the movie that's like, this is a gay man, mama. Gay man. Like, yeah. There was nothing of that. And it's like, he could be as he he's probably a gay man, but I could also like I could believe he's a straight man because like straight men work in fashion. Yeah. Straight he men works- control every industry. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So oh. I thought I just I that like bothered me. Like, I had like a whole hour like where I was just thinking about that today. <laughs> <laughs> like, doing, doing research, being like Nigel Devil Wears Prada, gay, gay. explicit. <laughs> gay <laughs> i'm reading the screenplay i'm like what is this and like it's also just i think the movie is very um i think the movie is very done well story-wise but i would say mama if he's gay mention something about it yeah like like just make it explicit i don't know i feel like it was like a anyway yeah Okay, but, I'm reading this article and it literally says, well, it's clear from the jump. I read that same Nigel one. Is gay. For why? It's homophobia. That's why. Guys, it's, it's the because, scarves. It's because, <laughs> yeah, it's because we see a man who's like, what did he say? Because we see a man who's like witty. Yeah. <laughs> and like works at runway. And isn't harassing the oh. women. And isn't like, you know, sexually, yeah, isn't grabbing a piece of Anne Hathaway's ass in the hallway. And uh, we're just like, oh, so he's he's throwing ankles with a man on the weekend. Like what? Literally. Anyway, so I like he's a eunuch almost like he's like a fashion eunuch. Like he has no sexuality at all, I would say. Yeah. Anyway, literally so that bothered me a little bit. I don't know why. That's so weird. I feel like it's, it's always in that conversation. Oh, well, Stanley Tucci did a really good job playing this gay role. And it's like, well, also I would say, I would say Stanley Tucci playing um, the dad in Easy A was more gay than fucking oh my God. Nigel. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No, that should be the, that should be the next tweet. Oh, straight couples can't be queer. Explain this. The mom and dad from Easy <laughs> from A. Easy A. <laughs> I am odd. Easy so A, such a good fucking movie. I know. Um, anyway. God, I love that movie. Also, side note, Adrian Grenier, mm-hmm. who played um, Anne Hathaway's boyfriend. boyfriend, so hot. Where'd he go? He apparently quit Hollywood, but he was in a Netflix series last year. I, Wait, I saw that. It, the Netflix murdered. series or that he was quitting Hollywood. The, ne- the Netflix series. Her. He apparently yeah. like left for a while, but now he's back. I don't know. He's also in Entourage, which I never watched, but my family's all seen. Oh yeah, I forgot that. I feel like it feels a little boy heavy for me. Um, yeah, he's he's so hot. I think there's something about green eyes. He is one of those. I've probably made like a Vine edit about him at one point. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he's a cancer. He has my brother's birthday. Oh really? my god. Oh my god. What are we going to do now? That's Kismet. Wait. <laughs> oh, and also, I was really glad to say, I don't know. I don't want to just become like a Devil Wears Prada recap. I could 
I felt like the moral of the movie, like in that, like, oh, she's changing herself a little bit for this job. But also mm-hmm. I saw this one line being like, oh, well, everybody knows. I'm glad everybody's in agreement that the real villains of Devil Wars Prada are girl boss, not girl boss, Miranda Priestly, but um, Andrea, Andrea, her friends are the real villains of the movie. Wait, which ones? Her like fr- her like boyfriend and the two friends that they have. Oh, yeah. The other friend is also very queer coded as well. Um, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Um, I feel like everybody's kind of queer coded in Devil Wears Prada. It's New York, babe. It's New York, babe. It's the 60s, <laughs> late queer. 60s. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also thought they were kind of being like assholes to her about having a job. Yeah. Literally. Especially, especially the one scene where they're playing like hot potato with her phone. Babe, very she has a scary rude. boss. Something about having yeah, a scary boss. A Have y'all never had a scary boss? Because <laughs> all the friends do at the table is just sit at the table all day. Yeah, why? What? <laughs> get your ass up and fucking work. It seems like nobody wants to fucking work. Fucking these work days. these days. That's what, if you that's had what, a business and you knew what it took to run a fucking business. That's what Andy was saying about her <laughs> bum ass friends hanging out at the pub. What the? She's working on runway. She has to run the book to Miranda Priestley's house. <laughs> Do you know how important of a job that is? Do you know how hard she had to pound that pavement to make to prove to Miranda that she wasn't a crazy? In this essay, I will. <laughs> uh, anyway. I always love reading about how, though, everyone really expected Meryl Streep to come on set and like play the character super loud, yelling, and everything. Oh, and then everyone yeah. was shocked that she was just like whispering, yeah, and like so quiet and like because calm. it's like, is it actually based off Anna Wintour? Yeah. Okay. Because Anna yeah. Wintour is not Anna Wintour is not screamy. No. Like Anna Wintour is that but she is, is Miranda scary. Priestley. Yeah. But she is terrifying. Yeah. Anyone mm-hmm. who wears sunglasses inside like that. Anyone who has like wearing sunglasses as their brand, terrifying. Literally. Exception of the rule, Ozzy Osbourne. Although he did bite a bat, bite the head off a bat. So <laughs> my God. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne, he's barely real to me. (laughs) Oh my God. How do we get get there? How do we (laughs) get there? Wait, yeah. No, my favorite, I think my favorite one is like right before the stuff monologue where she goes, why is no one ready? (laughs) She says it like, she says it on the sing-songy. Why is no one ready? Ready. Ready. Yeah, no, she ate that. She ate that so hard. But anyway, that was my that was my big thing I wanted to get off my chest. All right. But Becca, what the hell have you even been up to? Even <laughs> such a good question coming from you, Quinn. All right. Um, I think what I'll go over is that I've recently re-downloaded and started using again Poshmark. Oh. And I don't know if you've ever used it. I'm not. And okay. Poshmark is different than Depop. It is different. Pretty much the same thing, though. Okay. So Depop is definitely. Depop is to Instagram as Poshmark is to Facebook. Yes. Okay. You see me? Okay. A yeah. thousand percent. So there's a lot of. So then what is Facebook Marketplace? Craigslist. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Now, perfect. Now come on now. Facebook Marketplace <laughs> is the new Craigslist. Yeah, literally. It fully is. 
I watch sometimes, or I just search compilation photos or videos of what is go- selling on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> the craziest things you've ever seen. It's like use diaper. Also my son's graduation gift. <laughs> like meanwhile, my mattress couldn't, couldn't sell. <laughs> funny. Right. Um, but it's just funny because the app is mostly full of bots. Cause me, as soon as, yeah. As soon as I downloaded it, I did get like over a thousand followers. Oh, so it just is not true. Have you told them to listen to the podcast? Is there anywhere to do that on there? Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> okay. <good. laughs> My profile photo is our, is our photo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's funny because like also there's really no like you can't really see who's buying your stuff. Mm. Um, It's just like I don't know why I put myself in these situations, but it seems to always kind of work out. Mm. Um, And it's very like small business core. I guess. Perfect. Except Poshmark takes a bunch of the cut. <laughs> I don't know. It's just as they all do. <laughs> I feel like it's harder to sell things on Depop than Poshmark. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I can see I that. Just... People on Poshmark are about no, but we need to talk about how hard it is to actually sell something over the internet. It's so hard. Oh my god. People ask too many questions. Literally. Girl, I remember I was selling this backpack I had and they were like, can you change the shipping price? I was like, I was selling it on eBay. And I'm like, first of all, don't really know how to do that. Second of all, <laughs> just pay it, question mark. Anyway, so yeah, um, basically I'm scared on Poshmark. <laughs> but I do think that I fear more Beck's gloss will be coming. And this is something I don't fear at all. <laughs> okay. This is something I'm ready for, actually. <laughs> That's so interesting. But I realize I've really realized lately, especially, <clears throat> you know how everyone says like all new popular music sounds the same. Uh-huh. And you know why that is? It's because it's produced well and has like a lot of money and label behind it. Yeah. So it's really highlighting to me right now the importance of bad, not so much bad actually as like shitty music because mm-hmm. it's not not good. It's just kind of shitty. Yeah. And so that is exactly my what I'm going for. Mm. And so when you hear something, you say, oh, that's not too great. Perfect. That's what I wanted, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if I don't know if this is what you mean by that, but I've also been realizing that it's kind of fun to be bad at things. It is, right? Yeah, and that's one of the um things that um I've kind of been accepting through the artist way. Um, but not also a book Becca and I, well, I actually don't know if you read it. I'm pretty sure you did. A director prepares. I did by Miss Ann Bogart. It was a very good read, actually. I should reread it. Um, yeah. But she also says to get to like the new stuff, you kind of have to live through the cliche sometimes. Mm. And I feel like that's the same thing. Like the only way to get good at something is to be bad at it first. Absolutely. Or like, you know, that's how most things work. You know, if you have a natural like talent for something, good for you. But, mm-hmm. um, most of the time, it's like when you start at something, you're bad at it. Right. Except for this, like this podcast is a great exception to that rule, but like it's not the rule <laughs> in general. Boom. So good right boom, away. instant hit. <laughs> Literally. Like, 
but you know and I thought about it because like I think one of my issues is I don't allow myself to be bad at things sometimes mm-hmm. especially things it's more things I care about so like when I'm writing or when I'm acting when I'm performing Becca might have like experienced this as someone who's directed me mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. I don't like to be bad at something because I feel like I need to be in control and like prove that I'm good at that thing right but like when it comes to like knitting something I've been doing I don't care if I'm a bad person Mm -hmm. who knits yeah literally (laughs) like I don't care if my knitting's bad because I'm just doing it for fun yeah and I think that is one of the things that I have grown in that aspect because it used to be like everything. If I was going to do something, I had to like do it a thousand percent. If I was going to knit, I had to be the best damn person who knits. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm like, uh, doesn't really matter. How, like, I don't want to like make a knitwear line. No, Nor. that's never going to be me, girl. I don't like we'll maybe make never. like a cute little crochet hat for my friend, maybe. Okay. Or like that's myself. Sweet. Yeah. yeah like something like that like that's my goal ultimately um mm-hmm. and so in that way it's like okay to be bad at things yeah I love trying things mm. and I think I don't know I would rather do yeah I'd rather do something and be bad than never do it ever yeah yeah and that's the thing mm-hmm. yeah that's ultimately the struggle I do think you've I, I think you've hit something I feel like we need bad music thank you or not bad music but like shitty music yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Shitty music. Yeah. And I think because everything has, I think again, it's because it's something of like everything becoming so democratized. Like mm-hmm. Becca and I both have like mics for this podcast. <laughs> like 15 years ago, we wouldn't have known how to like literally. get these. Like, yeah, literally. 15 years and ago, also, there was no Zoom to record. Did you just have a mic? No. Oh, you got one for the podcast? Yeah. That's so weird. I thought you just had one. No. Okay. Did you just have I've, yours? Yeah, I just had mine. Really? I've had this for a while. That's crazy. Since I I've we were... started Beck's Gloss. Oh. Yeah. I thought we. I thought it was just this fun little thing that we never talked about, but just both did. Aw, that's so sweet. But I thought it was a fun little thing that we both just had them and pulled them out for the podcast. No, I bought mine for the oh. podcast. Oh, um, that's nice. Yeah. All right, rock on. Well mpj lore guys (laughs) we learn something every day yeah literally every freaking day okay becca are we adequately caught up uh i think so okay work (laughs) serve legend mama yaz yeah um so we're gonna throw it to a quick little break and then we'll be back guys i'm scared Oh my god, Heidi. Ow. That scared me, actually. Don't do that. <laughs> Guys, stop. What would scare Tim Gunn other than like Does he like hate anything? There probably is something from Project Runaway that he like hates that people know he hates. Probably. But he hasn't talked about but, it on. Yeah, I don't know him well enough. Anyway. Unfortunately. So we're back and still on Tim Gunn. Because today, Becca and I, as the paragons of style and taste that we are, mm-hmm. thought it appropriate to provide you, our audience, with 
our view of the next season, which is fall famously. Or if you're Becca, you've been in fall for a while and you already yes. know kind of what's going on. And so she has that sage wisdom for us today as well. But we are doing a little in and out list. Um, yes, we are. And so, yeah, Becca and I are going to talk about some things that we believe are coming in in the new season and we believe are going out with the new season. Bye bye. And yeah, it's MPJ. So we're not going to be having things that are on your regular ins and out list. No, Mm-mm. no, 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 no. Becca and I are so yes. much more interesting than that. And so <laughs> we are going to, you know, put our little spin on it. And mm-hmm. so we each have three from each category. So three ins and three outs. I also haven't, I didn't actually write my alternates down. I was about to say I have alternates, but I actually do not. Um, okay. Because I thought it would be a little, I would be surprised if Becca and I <laughs> come up with the same thing. Especially because things on my list, I, I did get a little, anyway. <laughs> each list we do, I get a little more like. <laughs> I did not expect the things that I wrote down to be what I would write down. And, and that's what I love about this podcast, actually. <laughs> we just do it all. But yeah, with that being said, Becca, I would love mm. to hear the first thing that you have that's coming in for the fall. Okay. Something that I think is actually a false staple um, that mm-hmm. I hope happens to everyone every single fall number one on my in list is actually being haunted oh <gasps> yes mm-hmm. yes this is perfect this yeah. is perfect actually yeah and i think i mean generally all things terrifying during fall are super good specifically my dream is to be haunted by a girl in a white dress <laughs> <laughs> I think ghosts in white dresses are oh, so funny. Isn't that every <laughs> Sometimes they wear black, but usually it's a wedding dress. <gasps> the woman in black, my favorite ghost, probably. Um, Fair enough. Or one of the Scooby Doo ones. Yeah, being haunted, there's something so fun about that, actually. Right? I find dogs to be really haunted. They Do you agree? Su- My dog Teddy, who you guys have met, <laughs> so <is> haunted, <laughs> so haunted. It's crazy. So ha- he just starts barking at things, guys, that aren't there. He also he eats his own feet till they bleed. Oh my god! I had a dog who used to do that. And he was very haunted. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. And I think it's something in his brain telling him to do it. Yeah. So maybe I, it's possession. I think I might have two haunted dogs. I think I used to have three. Oh. I believe my dog Buddy is very haunted. I believe he used to be. He's one of those dogs who has human eyes. Ugh. He understands you a little too much, but that's why I love him. Okay. And then Chunk is not even like the fun sense we're talking about, but like he's haunted and <laughs> that he has like a lot of trauma we don't know about. Oh God, has all this weird stuff. Oh my God, no, he goes crazy. Do you know the time of the day where, if you live in a house with windows, like the light comes in? and like reflects off the walls because of the angle of the sun oh yeah chunk hates those (laughs) chunk we have to put him away sometime we have to put him in like a like we have to put him somewhere like dark in that time because like yes like he like we have to like put like yeah we have to put him somewhere sometimes because he'll go fucking ballistic like if there's one up on the wall he's gonna jump up on the wall to try to get it what the fuck yeah, no, he is, he goes crazy. 
Wow. We call them like the demons, or I don't want to say some, one of the other things we call them because it actually is the first thing on my end list. I hope it's goblins. It's not not goblins. It's goblin adjacent. Okay. Yes, right. goblin adjacent. Okay. <laughs> Much like you and I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 ah. I've always found us to be. We have um, goblin energy. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> that is not a short king. That is a goblin. <laughs> Very much, <laughs> literally. Oh my god. Yeah. So I uh, hope all of your houses are haunted this yes. this fall. Boo, boo, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but that leads me to asking you, Quinn, what is number one on your end list? Number one on my end list is, as I said, one of the aliases we have for the things that Chunk doesn't like when the lights reflect off the windows. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's kind of similar to being haunted in a way. Okay. Um, instead of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Instead of otherworldly, it's otherworldly in a way. Okay. Extraterrestrial, even. Okay. <laughs> Coming in for the fall, we have aliens. Yes! I feel like aliens are just having a moment in culture. <laughs> I think they are as well. Nope. Sorry, guys. Yeah. It's about aliens. Boo. Yeah. Beyonce, alien superstar. Mm-hmm. I have at least two pairs of alien earrings or yeah, like, you, you know, space extraterrestrial kind of earrings. Mm-hmm. And I just think there's all that stuff that's like classified about the U.S. identifying like UFOs and stuff like that. Or I forget what the, oh, that was the thing in Nope whatever the new name for UFOs is. It's like unidentified yeah, aerial it. phenomenon or something. UAPs, yeah, yeah, I believe that's what it is. Anyway, but aliens are just so in right now. And there's something to that. I don't... Have you ever seen the movie Mac and Me? No. It's like E.T., but it was literally made by McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was made by McDonald's. Was Mac an alien that liked McDonald's or that created McDonald's even? So Mac was an alien that did like McDonald's and it bonded with its owner. Mm-hmm. You've seen the Twitter clip of the kid in the wheelchair flying down and off the hill into the water. Because <laughs> 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 like on Glee, like when Artie was in the. <laughs> no, unfortunately. Uh, Guys, back and I do have <laughs> goblin energy on this recording in particular. <laughs> we are being bad. so silly. It's it's bad today, but it basically the alien and the boy. The alien over is so McDonald's. goofy looking. I know. I don't know. I just think of that is my worst case scenario for aliens to look like. I think my best case scenario is Mars Attacks, where they have the weird little brain things, and then like. I don't know. They're green Mm -hmm. and they they can only be destroyed by yodeling. I well, first of all, I don't think aliens will look like one thing. Oh, these are fun. Because there definitely have to be multiple alien species. Well, yeah. And we are aliens to them. Have you ever thought about that? I I have actually. So anyway, I yeah, aliens like must exist. Oh, like, but have you ever seen Arrival? 
No, I saw some of the clips. That will twist your mind. <laughs> it will twist your mind because it's crazy. These aliens are like gas. Yeah. And their idea of time is like, it's so like, they don't experience time. Well, that's like what they do. Well, Nope was, Nope was kind of a similar thing where you see something and it looks like it's a UFO. Like it looks like mm-hmm. a flying saucer, but then yeah. you realize that that's the alien. Yeah. Like it's not a ship with a bunch of little like green men on it. That's just the alien. Itself. The alien. Yeah. And then it starts crazy. to expand and it becomes this weird like octopus vagina e kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. But aliens, I think they're closer than we think. I think they're not going to look mm-hmm. like what we believe them to. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird to think about if anybody in the like solar system or beyond our solar system like knows about us. Yeah, I mean, it would be sad if if they didn't. It would also be sad if they weren't, they didn't exist. Like, that's so bleak to think about, honestly. I feel like it can. Like, if this is truly it, well, our universe is infinite, apparently. Yeah, that's what they say. Until it begins to retract. No. No, anybody ever think about that? How they think it's, (laughs) I don't think we're going to be around for it. Sorry. (laughs) Well, it says know. that it could, they say it could snap like a rubber band and it all happen like in an instant, like the opposite Girl. of a big bang, the big disappearance. <laughs> that sounds pretty quick. <laughs> sounds like a good deal, actually. That's fair, actually. Hopefully I'll be asleep. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, literally. anyway, but aliens are super in. I feel like everybody is back to referencing aliens i feel like we need like a new alien age i feel like we need like a new the alien needs a rebrand the alien needs a rebrand i would like to see a more humanoid alien okay because i would like to see like like a whole i would love like a series about like an alien like I feel a like nice... Juno Birch just needs to <gasps> yes, like, get I would on love, something. Yeah, like I would love like Juno Birch, another example of how the alien is in. Yeah. Like someone whose character is an alien. I'm um, actually, remind me to tell you something later because this is all crazy <laughs> that you're saying this because I've been working on something and I'll just tell you about it. <laughs> anyway, it is alien adjacent. <laughs> I love when we do that. Um, and... Yeah, I would love to see like like kind of like a dramedy about an alien learning like an alien maybe an alien like a whole alien like species or like family mm-hmm. comes and they're trying to like integrate. I don't know. I see. But like I feel like we need something like that. Very much. The aliens went a little theoretical and now I feel like we can't relate to them. So like we need to bring them back to humans a little bit. I love that. Do you know what else this reminds me of? I really want to get back into watching like the Twilight Zone. I love the Twilight Zone so I used much. To, I used to, that used to be one of my activities in school because they did like a school-wide activity period. Mm-hmm. So like everybody had to sign up for like five activities a week. And one of them was literally we would just go and watch episodes of the Twilight Zone. Oh my God. My, my middle school had a, it was called Bloopers Club, which was one of our activity things. Mm-hmm. And Bloopers Club was just watching America's Funny Home Videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much so. <laughs> okay. So, Becca, mm-hmm. what is your second in? Something else that's coming in for the fall time. 
Okay. My second in for the fall is honestly haunted adjacent. And that mm-hmm. is journaling by bodies of water. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think the main activity for summer is usually like a hot girl walk or something. In mm-hmm. fall, it's too. Guys, we have to sit. We have to fall ponder. is a contemplative time. Yes, exactly. And what better to do than write in actual physical pages by something that could ruin them and get them all wet? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's living on the edge. Yeah. Beck and I have talked about <laughs> how we love water on this podcast. Yes, we but do. But also, water is so dangerous, actually. So scary, guys, because one wrong move, you're done. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. Think about my phone, for instance, the very phone where this podcast was began. The very phone I texted Becca the name of this podcast on for the very first time. And I forgot about it to avoid. Um, That phone is at the bottom, not the bottom of Lake Cuca, like six feet deep in Lake Cuca under some sediment. It hit the bottom, though. Yeah. Yeah. Not the far bottom, but like one of the bottoms. Um, and so and you can go to our Instagram to see the live footage, actually. I, I couldn't get the phone, but I was able to snap a little pic. Um, yeah. Or rather the excavationists, because my phone is being, um, it's like a whole FBI thing right now. Anyway, I don't need to talk yeah, about yeah. it. But, um, yeah, but that phone is gone, actually. And, and, and why is that? Water. Water. Also my own negligence, but like my own negligence (laughs) was empowered by the water. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because when you're looking at something so beautiful, like a body of water. And a fishing pole hanging over that body of water. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Things tend to slip. We tend to honestly weaken our morals. (laughs) (laughs) Water makes us weaken our morals. Now, why do you think everybody (laughs) strips their clothes off when they're starting to get into water? What's less, what's, what's more immoral than being naked? Naked. And that's what you're getting closer to as you're getting in that water. On God's green earth. And that's why from now on, I will only be wearing a burkini when I go in the water. <laughs> I vow here and now. <laughs> I will be wearing a full wetsuit whenever I want to get in. Literally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, I have, I have had experience with this because I have, a very regular journaling practice and so i have journaled like a lot of places now (gasps) i kind of did this but i was a little separated from the body of water because when i talked to you guys about writing the amtrak when i wrote it through connecticut coming back from boston Mm -hmm. oh so beautiful and i believe i was even doing i was doing my little journal or no i think i finished before we got on the train or no i don't know that was very (sighs) That was a very difficult morning with the journaling. So I, was, I was like writing in the train station. Anyway, but yeah, yeah. So also, curious. when I was in New Jersey this summer, I could see the ocean from where I had to crane my neck a little bit, but I could see the ocean. <laughs> I, just, I see. Like, I, I know she's out there. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Water. You just have to be careful around it. Mm-hmm. You do. Never but forget. yeah. I think also we've talked about being forlorn on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. Tori, something... Tori, um, from her name? Tori Spring. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your, your work. <laughs> Thank um... you for showing Gen Z what forlorn is. 
what it means to be forlorn because <laughs> it's something i'm gonna fucking be okay <laughs> be fucking forlorn <laughs> be fucking forlorn girl <laughs> be fucking forlorn <laughs> uh yeah that is such a fall-time thing oh uh (laughs) love that be fucking forlorn bff forlornliness (laughs) is close to hauntedness (laughs) (laughs) to be haunted you first have to be forlorn 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 would be such a good name forlorn Oh my god, when I have my celebrity children. Oh my god. I'll definitely name one forlorn. Yeah. Forlorn chick Kathy. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we have to cut it. Cut it. Forlorn Kathy. <laughs> my aunt was like just trying you're... to be mysterious. <laughs> forlorn Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Those are such bad jokes. Ow. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Truly terrible. Anyway, so that was my second item. <gasps> Quinn, what is your second in for fall? This might be the most normal thing on my list. Well, tied with one thing. But I love this thing. And I need to talk about it. So my second in for the fall is off white, not the brand. The color, yeah. the group of colors, yes. even the palette. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 I love, like, I don't get me wrong. I love white, mm-hmm. but oh, off white. Oh. It's also so much easier to keep clean, fresh. Yeah. And clean. Something about an off white garment, anything will come out of it. Literally, but white, white? No. No, mama. Never. That it's was one of that you even tried. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like no it is truly crazy like off-white is just such a better thing because first of all it matches better with like a lot of things it's true it's more you can keep it cleaner yeah and it's just like an elevate it's almost like not elevated but like a it's a more down-to-earth version of white just being like yeah it's a it's white but like mixed with just a skosh of brown so true yeah do you prefer i'm thinking of like eggshell or like cream eggshell is like a cooler off-white cream is like a warmer off-white do you generally prefer warmer or cooler tones i'd like to know this about you a good way to judge is if you like gold or silver better this is such a hard question for me actually i think it truly depends on the context Mm, fair enough like lighting baby 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 do not bring any cool light to me one of my least, one of my pet peeves, I keep thinking of new pet peeves. We might have to do a right. second pet peeves episode. I mean, we'll run out of ideas eventually, guys. But uh-huh. um, <laughs> one of my pet peeves is when you walk into a bathroom and you just look the worst you've ever looked in your entire life because it's oh. just straight on like cool right. lighting. It's so funny because actually I hate yellow light. I don't love like a yellow light, but I love like a warm light. I think, I don't know. If I'm in the mood for like a lamp, that's fine. It can be warm. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I kind of prefer cool. I don't like fluorescent lighting. Yeah. But I do prefer cool, coolness. 
That's interesting. Would you rather be like lit in cool cool light? Yeah, the mirror I have right in front of me that is lighting me up, mm-hmm. it has like a warm setting and a cool setting, and this is the cool setting. Mine, There's also one my in lights between. on the warm setting. Well, there you go, darling. Yeah. Wow. I think it's because yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but cream is like beautiful for like a sheet. Okay. Eggshell. I have this one hat that I absolutely love. It's Becca probably knows it. It's my hat that says like have a nice day on it. Yes, I do. It has the flower. That's yeah. off-white. I love it because I could literally wear that hat with anything. Yeah, you can. I can put it on with any outfit and it won't be looking goofy. Yeah, it's true. Also, um, yeah, off-white. I I realize I don't love wearing like white white that much, but like mm-hmm. an off-white, I'm absolutely in love with wearing. Like I'm obsessed with the results actually. Yeah. Which is ironic because I just bought like a white white t-shirt. But guys, you know that's okay. It's okay. I'm trying to do things anyway. <laughs> and full of contradictions. So Becca, we're already at our final ends. So wow. What are you bringing in? I also keep saying <laughs> you're bringing in, but I, I also have to realize you've been in fall for a while. So you know yeah. something we don't. <laughs> Literally, I've been living. I've been haunted. It's been your now, life like for a month. month. <laughs> and I've month. noticed that about you, honestly. I have to say Ooh. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> okay. So number three on my end list is something that I honestly have never done, but mm-hmm. I'd like to do this fall. Mm-hmm. And that is what is in is helping your elderly neighbor rake their leaves. No compensation. Yes. Yeah. I, I love the no compensation part. Yeah, thank you. I feel like it is good in fall to do something charitable so that by Thanksgiving, you have something to be grateful for from yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're also all trying to get on Santa's good list, guys. Christmas is just around Literally. the corner. Literally. This is right when the now. nice and the naughty list is made. You think yeah. it's just December that you have to be aware of that. No, it's guys. It's all fall year, too. babe. Santa keeps a score. <laughs> he sees you when you're sleeping. When you're sleeping. And baby, he, he knows, knows when, when you're, you're awake. awake. <laughs> he knows when you've been bad. So be- I mean, or good. <laughs> good? For goodness sake. Like, sake. And I've been guys, saying I'm that getting for so- years, literal years <laughs> of my life, I've been saying that. Like, Literally. Anyway. Yeah. That's a good Christian woman. Um. <laughs> Literally. So, yeah, guys, honestly, just just be kind. And one of those things is like you can just rake your neighbor's yard. Although famously, you have one less elderly neighbor to help out with the raking of leaves this year. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Uh, that's how you're haunted. Do you believe she's with you still? She lived a, a couple houses down. <laughs> maybe she'll, maybe by Christmas time, she will come through the walls to me. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas past, literally. literally. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Now, remember, um, I feel like there were certain things that the media really hyped up. One of which is crawling through air ducts. Wait, <laughs> like when I watched child media, I thought oh, crawling through oh. air ducts would be a problem that I faced like so frequently. I've actually had a couple opportunities. Really? Uh, yeah, but I have never because I'm super claustrophobic. Yeah. And the I ducks thought it like, would be, like a weekly thing. 
girl. Uh, every show had somebody crawling through an air duct. Another thing yeah. every show had somebody doing, jumping into a freshly raked pile of leaves. <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah, it is true. I've Which done I that, have though. done. I have done. Yeah. But like it's not, not as since exciting I was like as six. Yeah. All right. Well, so Quinn, what's your final in list for fall, which is something that's new to you? My end, this is like a big concept that I considered saving for like a year end list, maybe. Okay. But I've just been hearing rumblings of this and who knows the economic situation might improve by year's end. Probably not though. Um, But I believe that's part of what's spurring this kind of phenomenon in the world and that is actually communal living wow yeah I think I think as a culture we did the whole kind of like live with yourself thing or like you go from your family's house to maybe like you know a college dorm room and that's communal living Mm -hmm. um or and then you get like an apartment with some roommates and then but like the paragon of like like the, the peak of like success was always to like have your own space right right and I think we tried that for a while and it's just it's not it especially in these times yeah I think you want to live with the besties a little bit I think and you know obviously housing hard to come by these days yeah and literally. expensive and wages mm-hmm, babe guys. they're stagnating and so <laughs> it's just not a good market for the buyers and so instead of like trying to like pull ourselves up by our bootstraps or whatever mm-hmm. like what if we all just said hey who are my literal besties let's all just get a house together and be 30 like why not Quinn, it's something that you and I need to do. <laughs> now, wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I think I, so. No, I've been hearing more and more about people just living their adult lives like together. Yeah. Like, with roommates. Like, it's awesome. And just having it be like a thing and just like, like communally owning like a house. Like, it, it came across my, um, why are there like these women in China who like all bought this house? This could flip yeah. like a fake internet story. Like there are these women in China who like I read all bought too, this though. house together and they like are learning different skills. So they can all contribute. <laughs> and babe, doesn't that sound amazing? Perfect. It's it's micro communism. And I'm literally. Ready for it. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. No, it sounds so nice. And also, it's like- as someone. I cannot live alone because of my medical condition. Exactly. Exactly. It's perfect. So yeah. Yeah. Get on the back. You know, and I think, I think kind of something sinister about our culture, especially American culture is I feel like Mm -hmm. people were forced in the notion of like an American family, like reproducing, having children. And with that, having a lot more responsibility because they were taught that that was the way that they like weren't alone when they were old because like, girl something about like children like even if you don't want children do you ever think about like okay if I don't have children who's gonna take care of me when I'm old yeah like that's kind of where that starts to get problematic but yeah and you know maybe if you like diversified the age a little bit (laughs) yeah not chances are eight people who all know each other won't all get like dementia (laughs) At least at the same time, guys. At least at the same time. Yeah, there will be like <laughs> someone around, you know, yeah. someone that can help you out a little bit. And so, I don't know. I think we're on. I think, I think this is going to become like more of a thing, like people just living together. Jinx Monsoon, who is um, the queen of all queens of RuPaul's Drag mm-hmm. Race, at least. Very good drag performer. She lives in Portland, Oregon, and she is doing like a communal living thing. She lives yeah. in like a little coven because she's very witchy. That's um, it. 
And so, yeah, I think it's going to be more common. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. a cool, fun thing. Like, yeah. wouldn't it be fun if, like, it's kind of like a reimagining of, like, not even American life, but just, like, oh, well, especially American life. Because, like, what if you just lived in, like, a two-family, like, household? Like, and you just, like, like, you found, like, another couple and you guys all went in yeah. on, like, a, like, big, like, house together with this a lot house? of room. And you just, like, raised I mean, your kids with each other and, like, that is so nice. Like, yeah, I feel like yeah. they like, glamorize this version of like living singularly and living like, you know, having everybody having their own space. But it's like sometimes you don't want your own space. Sometimes you just want to share. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much so. I love this. I think also we could expand this idea to eventually let's bring back the idea of the carpool. Oh, a thousand percent. Not everyone we needs a all car. need a car. No, especially me right now, carless. I, I'm happy as could be. Oh my god! Oh yeah. my god! No, I hope to never have a car again. Yeah, lovely. My goal for the rest of my life is to not have a car. I love this. Like it's something you don't need it. It's bad for. <laughs> what are the upsides to the car? Okay, pro gets you somewhere. Baby, uh-huh. public transportation. Let's try. How about? Yeah. Uh huh. And that's about the end of the pros list. Let's get to cons. <laughs> Costs a lot of fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Bad investment. Yeah. You drive a car off the lot, mama, that's garbage, actually. Yeah. You just lost all your money, actually. Yeah. And you're dumb and stupid. <laughs> and you're dumb and stupid. And ooh, oh, I have a car now. Okay. What if you crash? <laughs> where do you get there? How do you get you? Where are you going now? They're deadly. Where are you going? Oh, oh, leading cause of death in America. Auto accidents. <laughs> Mostly attributed to Charlie XAX's um, um, most recent release. Crash so, into the water. Yeah. yeah. But... And it's also, cars are homophobic because gay people can't drive, actually. And they invented that knowing that. <laughs> they invented gay people knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> The U.S. government invented gay people to promote the movie Scream, and they knew that those people couldn't drive. And so it's really unfair that now this whole class of people who physically can't drive are now just out on the street. Movie Scream? <laughs> what? Is that a thing or did you make yes, it up? Yes, I saw a meme this week because I have this meme saved on my phone that's like straight people were invented by the government to promote Grey's Anatomy. And then oh. I saw one this week that was gay people were invented by the government to promote Scream. And they have a great And both point. of those are true, actually. <laughs> people didn't have sexualities before either of those two pieces of media. Literally. Oh, wow. Um, And so, yeah. Holy anyway. Shit. But Becca, I'm so glad you expanded on the carpooling. I love, there's nothing I love more than having someone drive me somewhere. I know, it's so wonderful. That was perhaps the best thing about having a boyfriend, actually. I would ask him to just drive me everywhere. That's basically what I make Lauren do for me. I did not drive myself (laughs) anywhere for, like, the multiple months we were dating. That's perfect. And then, you know what I didn't have to do? Pay for gas. (laughs) Slay. That's how, if I do get a partner, I am going to be that way. But with my mom, I'm like, I will. I will split. (laughs) Give me the car, Scode cart. Please. (laughs) Carsco. People in Australia when Costco expands there. I'm going to Carsco. 
Jeez. Oh my God. I'm like been on the verge of passing out for like two hours. <laughs> like how am I still awake? We have like we have a whole outlets to do. <laughs> I know. Passing out from like I don't even know why. Anyway. Oh my God. Crazy. But any anyway. Okay. And now <laughs> We get to engage in a guilty pleasure of ours, going negative. Um, yes. <laughs> and not even negative, just it's a part of life. Things come in, things come out. The tides roll yeah. in and the tides roll out. And that's I how the ocean works, babe. Um, mm-hmm. And so these are just things that Beck and I are not feeling. Mm-mm. Florals for spring, groundbreaking. To pull it back <laughs> to something we've already talked about on this episode. Um, and so Becca... I would love to hear what you think is out. Okay. So my first out, and I want to preface this by saying I'm not a judgmental person. Yeah. If you do these things, I won't personally judge you. I'm just saying for me, and maybe they should be for you generally out. Mm -hmm. And that is. I'm on a journey of non-judgment, but. We're getting there. Some of y'all make it hard. I'm going to say it. (laughs) It's really hard. (laughs) It is so, so hard. I have faith in our listeners that that does not apply to you. Yeah. Probably, but. No, I love you guys. Just to say, People yeah. who don't listen to this podcast, though, they'd be making it kind of hard. Yeah. Okay. So my first out is wearing ash- athleisure to sit down restaurants. I do think wow. fall requires a certain chicness. Yeah. Um, and like a cuteness that mm-hmm. just athleisure at a sit down place is just not going to serve. It's not going to serve. If you're walking around, if you're going to a store or going somewhere, sure. Mm-hmm. The moment you sit down, I'm like, so why would you do that? You have to have In a yoga. sitting down outfit with you. <laughs> exactly. You have to change. It's like if you want to do your little errands and stuff in your little athleisure, super cute, super fun for you. Yeah. But you need a sitting down outfit. You need, and it can be easy. Like you could just put like, just bring a pair of jeans and throw them over the yoga pants. Exactly. Something a classic that I've tried many times. Or a skirt to put over your little shorts. Something. Exactly, exactly. Guys, this is easy. We're giving you literally solutions to fix mm-hmm. the problem that I brought up to you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, guys, yeah. fall is a time. Guys, fall, oh, it makes me emotional to think about almost, but it's when yeah. we can layer again. Guys, it's such, it's the best layering time. is my favorite thing ever. No, literally. fall is a great fashion time because. It's cold enough to layer, but not so cold. You need to fucking have like a parka on. Exactly. And ruin your outfit. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're right. Becca, it is the best season for fashion. Literally. No, literally. Literally. I, mm, mm, <laughs> I love layering. I love layering. Yeah. As I talked about, I hate summer. Although I think I did a good job with my summer style this summer. I think I found new ways to invent, like reinvent the wheel a little bit. But you looked baby, really cute a lot this But summer. baby, fall. fall- Guys, I know how to do this. This is my bread and butter right here. <laughs> I'm not just talking about Thanksgiving. Oh, cool. <laughs> 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 okay. All right, Quinn. With that being said, what is your first out for the fall? I've hated this thing for a while. <laughs> whoa <laughs> this is, and i'm 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 actively slinging mud at people i know and i don't want anybody to take it personally but i just think they're so ugly oh my god the lululemon everywhere belt guys 
guys i have to google it yeah you do yeah you do (laughs) guys we gotta we gotta have a conversation about this oh the belt bag yes oh i'm i'm coming around to the idea of a crossbody bag more on that later but can we not be a little more creative? Like, can we not just do something <laughs> different? Like, can we, especially if you have it in black? Like, it's it's so it's, uninspiring to me. It's so oh, I feel like Michael Kors on Runway Runway. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so uninspiring. I feel, like I'm a, I'm, I feel like I'm on the verge of saying something so mean. But like, <laughs> um, yeah, guys, it's just. Also, I don't know who perpetuated this notion that black is the true neutral. Cut it out, ma'am. I wish I could go back and slap that person and tell them to stop saying whatever they were about to say. Black does not (laughs) match with everything. It doesn't. Blavy will never. Blavy will never be okay in my house. It actually gives me, like, chills. Yes. Blavy, I don't care what the fuck. Anda Wintour, Miranda Priestly. Andrea, who's played by Anne Hathaway. God. Emily Blunt, God even. <laughs> especially Olivia Wilde. I don't care what any of those people have to say. Literally. Black. <laughs> especially Olivia Wilde. Florence Pugh, get behind me. Especially her. And more on that later. To <laughs> be continued. But no, guys. Yeah, the Lululemon Everywhere belt crossbody bags I think we just need to they're here to stay and I think that's good and I think it's good but like we need to start to get a little bit more creative yeah um there are so many little fit if you if you really want that little fanny pack sort of moment going on there thousands thousands on the internet actually exactly prints and interesting literally like actual shapes Mm -hmm. and they're probably Uh cheaper guys Oh, 1000%. Yeah. Oh, and like you can get them from like a nice little like independent brand. Like it doesn't have to be from fucking Lululemon. Yeah. yeah. Like it's true. It makes me mad. It's just, it's just like, like everybody has one. And that's part of the reason why everyone's carrying one around. Also, guys, we can do th- other things in the crossbody bag. Becca and I talked about the beauty of purses on this very program a couple weeks ago. Literally. Maybe a purse. I think it's also, I think I just enjoy a more structured bag, but that's not even the case. I think I just hate this fucking bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think part of like what I hate about it is there's, just, there's no structure. There's nothing to make it interesting. Like it's basically a, black, a big wallet. Yeah, it's just a little black sack that just like hangs there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, I'm I'm not I'm not in on it. I'm not in on it. So Lululemon Everywhere belt in particular is out for me, particularly in black, in a different color. Pair with the right Better. things, styled well. Again, exceptions to every rule. Sure. But sure. for me, in general, for me, it's headed out. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Mm, you were brave for saying that. Yeah. You I, I feel like my list is very bitch. brave, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I say that as like four of my close friends own that bag. Actually five. Okay. <laughs> I okay. can name five people who own that bag. And that's part of it. Like uh, anyway. 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 That's part of it. I trusted you guys. <laughs> you bought that fucking bag. Anyway. I'm upset it's their face that I don't like. 
That's okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so Becca, what else is out for you for okay. Fool? Number two. And this one is really something that surprised me. I did just write this and I haven't actually re-looked at it until now. So in this moment, I am surprised. Number two, waiting for your husband to return from war. And then I said, autumn can be a continuation of hot girl summer in a beautiful way if you let it. And I think I actually do agree with that. I think um, part of being forlorn, (laughs) you you don't have to be single to be forlorn oh wait you don't have to (laughs) I don't know either way this can be fun guys it doesn't have to be a sense of loss for (laughs) you to be forlorn (laughs) Forlorn. you don't have to physically actually lose something to be forlorn you can have a sense of loss without being without actually losing something yeah and that's the beautiful thing about being forlorn mostly it's made up in your mind (laughs) yes (laughs) forlornness is a creation of the mind (laughs) and that's what I love about it Yes. Um, <laughs> you manifest the forlorn. Literally. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah. But I think, like, I don't it's, know. I, I think in a feminist way, it's just so problematic to, like, have your forlornness, which is one of the most important aspects of you, mm-hmm. to be dependent on a man in that way. Thank you so much for putting the verbiage to that and especially in an american context you're also relying on an inherently imperial system the u.s military mm-hmm. to have that as well and so it's just problematic on many in many different matrices there's many different yeah. matrices of problematism that it's out guys i don't know what else to yeah, say becca has, becca has hit the nail on the head completely <laughs> Yeah. Much like the women were doing in World War II when they weren't what? Waiting for their husbands to get home from war. Girl, mm-hmm. they were working. Holler. Yeah. They were Making working. Jeans. Literally. Yeah. Making new in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they almost died from you radium think- poisoning like 2,000 times, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Who cares? <laughs> but they were they were doing something independent. They weren't sitting at the window like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. Mm. Yeah. No, they say, you know what? I'm going to go help the cause. <laughs> they said, I'm going to do my own thing, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make these fucking pants. And what were they while doing it? Forlorn. Yeah, Becca, that's an amazing one, actually. Thank you. Yeah. So basically, at the end of the day, you are a misogynist if you are feeling any longing for a man, especially one at war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Quinn. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, what is your number two out for the fall then? My second one is going along with whatever Y2K bullshit everybody's, you know, engaging in. <laughs> We're getting more and more blunt as we continue. All right. But, I'm ready. And I love Y2K in some aspects. And this is going to be ironic because of the visual picture I'm giving on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But out for me are wired headphones. Actually, they weren't ever back in. They were back in for necessities reasons. They were back in for broke when I was on my broke behavior. Why are you wearing them right now? And that's why I said it would be ironic. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, okay. I guess I can amend it. I guess I can get more specific. Okay. Wired headphones while in motion, I'll say. Okay. Okay. Like- 
if I'm just sitting here on my podcast talking to my friend Becca and yeah. I'm just I'm just sat here right yeah a wired headphone really doesn't bother me because I'm not moving around I'm not it does isn't limiting anyway when I am moving in the world baby these wires if they got in my way one more time I could actually kill someone I could actually yeah. like physically like when you like accidentally do this and then your whole fucking phone comes out of your pocket and then it yanks on your ears and it disconnects your music it's 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 a horrid experience <laughs> it's humiliating it's painful it's human yes 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 yeah. it makes you feel inadequate as a person actually yeah because like what did i do wrong but you didn't. yeah it was a headphone's fault oh uh, yeah and they're just um they're easy to leave in your pocket and like run through the wash um mm-hmm. it's so easy to do that it's so simple literally um yeah. especially when you're as absent-minded as i am and mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah yeah and like and also if somebody was trying to be a little trickster and they were trying to like get under your skin or whatever do you know how easy it is to just go up and like like yank somebody like that (laughs) like remember when it was a trend to just clip people's wires oh i do remember that kind of you know what you can't do that no you can't do that with a wireless headphone yeah i guess if somebody's wearing something like becca like you could just Yank this but like first of all you're getting near their head like what's wrong with you if you're touching someone's head without their consent well yeah i remember when people used to cut other people's hair yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah that was <laughs> that crazy bad. that would be a fully crazy thing to experience anyway i know you know you know what's also hard to get like a wireless like little earbud like perhaps if there was no wire here and it was just like this i don't know an idea like that's hard to get to. You gotta get real yeah. up in my business. And by that point, a I can defend reach. myself. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. I can say, oh, what are we doing? Sir. Ma'am. I'm gonna need you to step away. Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am. Yeah. So wired headphones, people are always like, oh, the sound's better. I don't notice. I don't really think so. Maybe it says I have hearing damage. I don't know. <laughs> Who's to say? None Who's of my business. Say? None of my business, actually. <laughs> That's none. Why do we think I put in all these years learning American Sign Language? <laughs> Hopefully I'm going to use it one day. Yeah. When y'all are all like, can't hear anymore. And you're like, what? Huh? Huh? I'm going to be moved on to the next thing. The next language <laughs> even. Literally. And I'm going to have a community to support me. I'm like, y'all. And so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how we got to there from sound quality, but I think people who are convincing themselves that they sound better than regular, like the wireless headphones, mm-hmm. I think it's delusion. And I think we need to talk about that a little bit more. So anyway. Fair enough. But Becca, oh my gosh, we now come to your final thing on the out list. Yeah. So what? <laughs> what's out? What, what else? What's flopping? <laughs> waiting for its so, next sleigh thank you for bringing that up so <laughs> the flop is always is darkest the- before the sleigh <laughs> before the sleigh and i felt that today especially um so this is something that's halloween related actually because of that is such a huge part of the fall for me it's, it's my the centerpiece holiday. of fall it's the centerpiece yeah, of fall absolutely very much um so and this is something i have sort of always thought mm-hmm. i haven't really spoke on too much and that mm-hmm. is what is out is candy mm. 
let me let me say this. Mm-hmm. I love chocolates. I love sweets. Mm-hmm. I love baked goods. Mm-hmm. Candy is never going to do it for me. And you know why? Every candy is the same. It's all just it's all just sugar with food coloring. Mm-hmm. Skittles, Starburst. Mm-hmm. Fucking a laffy taffy. <laughs> so you're so you're not so you're discluding chocolate. You're separating chocolate from the umbrella of candy. Because chocolate, no, it is not a candy. A Kit Kat mm. is not a candy to me. It is a sweet. Oh, okay. Or a candy bar, which is definitely different. Okay. Than okay. candy. Like, yeah. Cause you know when you go into like a there used to be like a I don't know, a sweet store around me and it just sold like dessert stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was, there was like the candy section and then the chocolate section. Mm-hmm. And it's like either or. So yeah. yeah, like Reese's peanut butter cups, that's not candy. That's a sweet. That's interesting. And I've always fucking hated Skittles so much. Really? Hate Skittles. Hmm. And then I recently saw that the one ingredient in them is like really, really bad for everyone. So, oh, no. <laughs> and so you felt vindicated. <laughs> felt affirmed. Skittles <laughs> are like a lot. Skittles are a lot sometimes. Like Skittles, you have to be in like the exact right mood. And it sounds like you're never in that mood. No, never. Like Skittles, if they're there or if I get them as a gift, sure. But like, mm. I would never be like, oh, I need a Skittle. No, I would never think that. <gasps> do you know what I kind of do love though? what nerds so nerd ropes is where you may you may have me for a second (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) i do appreciate a twizzler every once in a while but Mm -hmm. it's it's still i could really do away with them if it meant that all the candy on earth would disappear (laughs) you just want it all gone (laughs) like i want it banned wait so what then do you feel about and i'm gonna come out as my all-time favorite candy Okay. And this is one of the craziest things about me, I would say, is actually a starlight peppermint. What the fuck is that? Like the literal peppermint that they give you at restaurants, like that are just oh, like, in like a huge ass bowl. The white ones or the? Like the white with red. Oh, oh, well, that's really weird. <laughs> oh, that's true. your favorite candy? Yeah. Well, yeah, I would say no, because then I could always uh, eat a a New York mint Mm. peppermint patty. That's not the same at all. It's not the same at all. It still gives me a minty flavor without all the horrible side effects of candy that I hate. Like like the feeling of candy in your teeth. Oh, that's part of it, though. It's part of the experience. I I will say I, I would have to save my peppermints. It used to it used to bother my mother to no end because when I went through a phase where if we were in a restaurant with those peppermints, oh, you better bet I'm taking a fistful like this big. Whoa. I was obsessed with them. Is that allowed? No one ever stopped me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> klepto phase. <laughs> it wasn't klepto. They're just there for free. Yeah, I know. Didn't say like take one or anything. <laughs> I guess you're true. They would have to You can also just buy them from Walgreens, but why would you buy something you can get for free? Yeah, every time you go to dinner. Literally. So, true. Um, I do prefer the mints that are like the chewy, the white ones. Mm, mm. You just chew and they disappear. Yeah. 
But yeah, I always. Uh, I think it's part of the horses too, because horses love those little men. So they were always just like around. The wait, the <laughs> the horses eat the mints. Yes. Yeah. Like that's a very common treat for a horse, like giving it those really? little mints. Yeah. Horses love those little mints. It's just what like what, what's another what's another really common treat for a horse? A sh- Cuba sugar. What's that? Just a hard Cuba sugar. Oh, I thought you were gonna say a carrot. No. Well, they like carrots too. And they like sugar. Wow. Yeah. You ever heard that? Giving a sugar cube no. to a horse? No. Oh, they go crazy for the stuff. Wow. <laughs> they also really like um freaking wild. Have you ever heard of a salt lick? Yes, actually. But I thought that was mostly for cows, actually. No, nah, they're for horses too. Okay, fair enough. They hang in the stall and there's like mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm. Horses' mouths are crazy. Yeah, when you get your hands stuck in one, it's not the most pleasant experience. Mm, I can imagine, actually. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wait, my mom had this one horse. It's like her favorite horse she's ever had, but he was like a notorious biter. Oh no. Like, if you, like, I think he just liked to play tricks on people, but like his trick was biting people. Wow. <laughs> so if, you, yeah. if you like you had your arm turned to him and like he would just like bite, like you just, you just bite like your arm. Oh my god! <laughs> we loved him. <laughs> he was like if a crotchety old man was like a we horse. We loved him. <laughs> we loved him. <laughs> you anyway. said that very Julia Fox like. <laughs> but we loved him. <laughs> we loved him. <laughs> All right. Well, Quinn, that leads us to the final out, the final item on our in and out list. Quinn, what is the final thing we are saying goodbye to this fall? Uh, and this is something I love. Oh, it's something I love. And it's something I've realized I have a love for very recently. And I'm kind of regretful of that because they will go away very soon. And not because of anything as arbitrary as what Anna Wintour is pushing in Vogue or Miranda Priestly is pushing in Runway. Um, Or, you know, Congress is pushing through the legislature. Like nothing like that, something even bigger the nature, our very climate, which we have very little control over on this earth. Yes. At least in this area of the country that Becca and I live in. Um, But something that is out, huge leaves. Wow. Like there's, uh, there are a few things that are bringing me more joy right now than walking by like a plant with a huge leaf. Like bigger than my head. Wait, yeah, how, how are you? Co- when do you come across those? We just have them in my neighborhood. Wait. <laughs> I lost you. We just have them in my neighborhood. Oh. <laughs> but you, but. We're like, where was, there was another one the other day. Where was it? <laughs> and it had like a big me. piece missing of it Ugh. I found it deplorable um uh-huh. yeah oh I just love huge leaves like leaves that are so big but you know everything's cyclical and those things will die especially in the northeast winter like they can't survive yeah. actually 
thought that okay well like house plant wise like monstera mm-hmm. leaves are really big mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure they can they can exist all year round so there is hope yet yeah but we don't have any of those in my house like and mm, I, okay you know i'm not like yeah like a monstera like i'm like a huge monstera uh-huh. or like a swiss oh it's also called a swiss cheese plant i didn't know the name of them but like yeah that's one of them there's also one my neighbor has that's like it's like a, if a monstera was like full if it didn't have all those holes in it um okay. uh and they're just so beautiful there's something so majestic about them yeah and it makes me sad that as the weather gets colder they will die they must be out yeah but it's an allegory isn't it ultimately his life Tis such life. no say la vie and i'm also gonna say that such is life so big All leaves right. plants in general unless you have some kind of like geranium or terrarium or something like that that can keep mm-hmm. them safe through the winter months if you have a climate controlled place where your plants can remain safe i believe you're doing god's work to be honest yeah um, i would say so mother nature's work even mm-hmm. um to just bring it to something that quantifiably exists um mm-hmm. and so yeah well becca those are our ins and our outs wow yeah well i think that was pretty successful i think so too i think we i think we had a very diverse list mm-hmm. i think we took some big swings but i think most importantly we felt a lot of emotions and that is the thing to be keenly aware of as you enter a new season yeah exactly mm-hmm. especially one like the fall yeah because summer is the least contemplative season i would say oh no thoughts in summer summer is all about the vibes summer is the drunk night out fall is the hungover morning in a beautiful way yes yeah and then winter is just like the devastating like sunday night oh yeah winter is the sunday scaries of the year there's also something kind of beautiful i do love winter there are parts I love of winter. And then spring mm. brings like a new hope, but also, you know, you got to get your ducks in a row a little bit. Yeah, very um, much. And see so, yeah. Summertime. And then soon we'll just have winter and summer. It's going to be crazy, guys. So <laughs> count like your right falls now, while you can. I feel like right now we just have winter <laughs> and summer. Kind of in that. <laughs> a little bit like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we have like four days of fall every mm-hmm. year. And we're like, oh, isn't this nice? Yeah, so savor those. And then <laughs> you're freezing your tits off outside. So anyway. Yeah. But Beck and I are going to throw to just a tiny little break. And then we'll be right back. Back. Guys, I'm scared. Stop! Up! Oh my God, team. Wait, I can't do Hailey Plume's accent. <laughs> oh my God, team. <laughs> I can only make... Oh my god, Tim, what are you doing? That doesn't sound like her at all. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'll stop you right there then. <laughs> stop you in your tracks before you do something offensive. <laughs> this I don't want to offend the Germans. <laughs> yeah. We want definitely, I guess we want them on our good side. I don't know. Anyway. Fourth largest economy in the world, babe. Mm. Okay. It's true. I'm not. All right. Well. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll take your word. <laughs> I heard it the other day. Or I'm spreading misinformation. I don't know. Um, Either way, I'm happy. Well, guys, we are back and it is our time to do our segments of the week. 
Um, and mm-hmm. actually this week we do have a comment corner. Mm-hmm. No, Quinn, if you would like to introduce this. Yes. Okay. And <laughs> Becca and I are trying to hit home to you guys that literally anything can be featured on this podcast. Yeah. Anything. Be- Becca and I just said something that was out is waiting for your husband to be home for war. Like, and also we just said that communal living is in. Like we just pick like, you know. It's arbitrary guys. Yes. But also <laughs> so serious. So yeah. So earnest. <laughs> this is a podcast about contradictions, honestly. Um, yeah. And so a comment corner can be as simple as this because Andrew.wavy, whoever you are out there, left on our iTunes yes. a review, a five-star review. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Of which we have five, actually. So mm-hmm. just throw that out there. Yep. Subject line, sexy, hot, fly, and fresh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four top words I would use to describe this podcast, probably. Yeah, yeah. And then in the body, just a simple super ultra serve. And I think that's all that needs to be said. And that's it. And that tells you everything you need to know. And Andrew, thank you. And Andrew, we thank you. We thank you. We love Kylie, you. Kylie, we thank you. Lauren, we, we thank you. you. John, <sighs> Who's we that thank one you. Girl? Nancy? Was it? Was it? Wasn't she, wasn't she on the show? Dieter? whoever that one girl was with the friend um yeah so sweet thank you guys we love you and your friendship yeah it was so it was amazing um so yeah guys just keep writing oh christine we can't forget about that woman who has all those pictures of me either oh yeah Um, thanks woman it was a little spooky but being haunted is in christine (laughs) yeah so we're a special part of that and so yeah yeah. but yeah (laughs) guys keep writing in Mm -hmm. we'd love to hear from you Back and I eventually it. want to do a literary contest, but we can't do that if you guys won't write in. Literally, guys. So we're gonna give you a platform for your writing. <laughs> it's gonna it be heard by tens of people. Tens, guys, tens all across people. the globe. <laughs> you don't have that many followers, I can guarantee. Three of which are international. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people in France listen to this. Guys, seriously. Some people in Russia have been listening to this. What? And they got big stuff going on over there from everything are I've they heard. Really? Oh my yeah, God. Russia is definitely. Our podcast has been streamed in Russia. I don't even yeah. know if that's legal there. Like, oh my God, we are definitely banned there. Oh my God. <laughs> Somebody's doing a VPN to hack into the mainframe, much like <laughs> me with the Nook last week. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> mainframe. <laughs> Dear God. All right. Oh my God. Well, Guys, I think yeah. the Nook is going well as a way to like shoot the podcast. But can I need to do this more often? Yeah, it looks great. I don't know how it's filming me, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. <It's> amazing. <laughs> hologramming me um (laughs) thank you for the comment andrew we Mm. really appreciate it and yeah so keep sending stuff in and then maybe you will be the next comment corner Mm -hmm. and that leads us to our next segment of the week of course we start with the bad the scary the ugly Mm -hmm. the horrid and the smelly and that is our jump scare of the week (laughs) which is anything that was the words that i just used um something that left us fearful you guys kind of know how this goes it's our thorn quinn what was that for you this week so 
I took a visit recently to visit my dear friend Kat, um, who expressed her interest in being on the podcast. So, and I did, I oh. did also, I was looking at the pattern today randomly. Mm-hmm. And um, it was actually because of you, Becca, because I wanted to be reminded of your placements, but I don't have you on CoStar. And right? I didn't want to pull out my whole laptop where I have like your birth chart. And so I went on the pattern and saw uh-huh. a little bit of it. And it actually turns oh, out that nice. you and Kat are my most similar friends on the pattern. Really? Yeah, because you're both um, you're both Cancer Suns with a um, Pisces Moon, <gasps> oh and she's God. a Libra rising, and you're a Sagittarius rising. So, oh my God, how crazy! Yeah, so I love that. And she was like, she was like, I need to meet Becca, and I was like, okay. I was just about to say I need to meet Kat. It wasn't I. I almost did, and then um... yes, she was. Yeah unfortunately when becca got covid and couldn't go to the charlie concert um and so yeah but i was with kat she lives in philly it was my first time being out in philly um we went out one night Mm. we went to karaoke um and we were having a really fun time at karaoke karaoke is fun i feel like Mm -hmm. again because singing is something i do i don't let it be like fun for me a little bit Mm-hmm. I think I'm starting to let go of that because I went to karaoke and I was like, girl, let me sing Run Away With Me by Carly Rae Jepsen just at full blast. And I don't care how it sounds, actually. You better. Yeah. You better. And so anyway, so did karaoke. Very fun. And then. So, guys, personally, there comes that point in the night where you need some fresh air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because yeah. if you don't get some fresh air, some things go south. And so. Yeah. <laughs> I was out on a little patio for a while and then I came back in and my friend Kat was ready to go to a different bar. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, sure, you're the local. I'll follow you. And so Mm -hmm. we walk about like, you know, a couple blocks to this next bar. And so she had a little bag with her, not the Lululemon everyday belt. She better not, Um, yes. Thank God. Thank God. (laughs) So- we get in the, um, or we're like in line, they're checking our IDs to go into this bar and we scan our IDs and then Kat's still looking for hers. And then I go in and there is a $15 cover. Now look, I am not like a cover hater. Mm-hmm. $15 is like kind of my maximum. Too much for me. Like, you have to be really offering something for $15. Yeah. Anything over that, I think, is completely demented and insane. Yeah. Unless there's something crazy going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was $15, and frankly, I did not have all my faculties about me, so I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I gave my card to the person, and then I noticed Kat still isn't in the bar, and so I'm like, huh. And so then she's calling me on my phone and I'm like, and guys, it's a bar. Like there's music playing. It's dark. It's just all the stuff. And so I take my phone up to my ear and I'm like, hello. Mm -hmm. And like, I can barely understand what she's saying for multiple reasons, for a mosaic of reasons. Um, And so it takes about mm, six phone calls for (laughs) all of which are (laughs) like 45 seconds long Mm -hmm. for me to get that. Like she's outside and she's, like probably not coming in, but I had a wristband. So by that logic, I should have been like let back in if right. we did end up getting in. But, so then I walk out and she's like, oh, I actually lost my wallet. So I don't have an ID to get in the bar. Oh. And so 
I gave 50, 15, not 50, I gave $15 yeah. to Woody's in Philadelphia just for fun. For nothing. For Dear nothing. God. For nothing. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So it's scary. Will I remember it a year <laughs> from now? No. But it sucks though. Yeah. $15 I won't have moving forward. I hate stuff like that. Yeah. Small price to pay though. I don't know. Rebecca. What was your jump scare this week? So something that has been a fear of mine for a long time, actually. Well, let me say this first. What happened was last night, I unfortunately did have to go to the emergency room. <gasps> Becca, <laughs> like I'm always doing Becca. stuff like this. But the reason why. What? Okay. So I got home from work at like 10 o'clock. Then. I ate, my mom went to dinner out and she got, she brought stuff home for me Her. and just like leftover stuff. And I ate like a, it was like some sort of pita or like bread thing that I don't think I had ever had before. Mm-hmm. And it caused me to get a very itchy mouth. <gasps> and also I had like a huge lump in my throat and I was like, this is it. This is the time where you suddenly develop an allergy to something and it's Oh my god, terrible. you were living my irrational fear. <laughs> yeah, that has been my irrational fear for very long. Well, so then my dad was And also I, choking. Yeah, so everything uh, and you know how I am. It was the so confluence. Just, yeah, so multiple <laughs> matrices of problematism. Literally. And I was like I could wait this out and see if it does get worse or I could not do that. And I could just call my dad and then he'll decide what to do. At that and point, it like, also becomes like psychosomatic. Like you just can't exactly. stop thinking about it, which is going to make it worse. Literally. So I was like, I need to calm down, but also I need to go to the, I need to be in the fucking hospital. Seek treatment. <laughs> Seek treatment. Yeah. Yeah. So my dad was like, I'm, I'm coming over. We're driving to the emergency room right now. And so basically I went and it ended up being like really nothing serious, but I guess it's good that I went just in case I was having anaphylaxis Mm -hmm. but now I am like the scary part is like what the hell and because it's from like a (laughs) restaurant I cannot track down what it was that made me react that way was it non no Mm. I've had non before I don't know what this was that's so interesting I know and was it definitely like like an allergic reaction or that's what like they said because it wouldn't be like yeah like they get they they ended up just giving me Benadryl oh per yeah so I was like okay (laughs) oh okay yeah I'll just go to bed (laughs) no that's embarrassing though because like you're like all this no literally like now I'm kind of I know yeah I was like oh god like am I the most dramatic person in the ER right now (laughs) literally but then I but, but my dad was like you can't mess around with this stuff like you can't like what if you or your throat would have such a bad thing to say literally so i was like okay i've been affirmed again um mm-hmm. something he's always gonna do i'm never in the wrong especially in his eyes <laughs> but um yeah so i don't know i guess for the first time in my life i am allergic to something other than like Ugh. cats and dogs but i've dealt with that now for so long which everybody's just alert like yeah dog saliva like- it's really bad though Really? Yeah. Dog saliva? Yeah. When dogs lick me, I get like really hivey. Oh. Um, yeah. It's just, so does Teddy know not to like 
No. no. Oh. He do be licking me. And you're like, I have to, I have to like, I don't know. I, I usually <laughs> wear like shorts around the house, but I have to wear pants now because especially Goldie, he be macking on my legs. <laughs> that is scary. Mm. Yeah. So something I'll be thinking about probably uh, forever. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just Wait, how much of the bread did you eat? Like one piece. Like, like a, a small like, piece. A small oh, piece. Um, so yeah. they're the worst. Maybe if you like consume more. That's also or maybe it. It and also I don't know because like who knows if it's something like the knife of the restaurant touched or something and it was like something weird or yeah I, I that's tough it's weird well after the scary the horrible the stupid mm-hmm. let's move on to something positive because ultimately we do want to try and you know be optimistic mm-hmm. on the podcast it is yeah. something we try to do every week um and sometimes Positivity it's okay and <laughs> in for sure yeah so quinn with that being said what was your manic pixie moment of the week so i i talked about this on well y'all haven't heard it yet we don't know when you will hear it but Mm -hmm. i did show becca some collage work i have done in my past yeah um very recently Mm -hmm. and i made another collage this week Oh, and collage is something I think about a lot. I do love collage, and I want to do it more, especially after this experience. Because yeah. I made a little collage, and so how this came about is back in I's university had like a printing press, like an yeah. old style printing press that you could just use. And so mm-hmm. my one friend really liked to use to go to art club, and so I went with her a couple times. And one time we used the printing press. It was actually a really funny experience because we like didn't know how to use it, and we kind of like we're just fucking with it but I actually created this cool little thing that said create and then when I left Pittsburgh I had all these prints on my walls that were kind of a little ruined because of the tape that was on the back of them and also Mm -hmm. you know when I move into a space the next time you know I want like a different vibe Mm -hmm. but I had all these pictures and and prints and stuff and so I'm like it would be kind of a shame to throw these away so I decided to make a collage And this is the result. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I got a little exhausted um, doing the cutting. Yeah. um, Because as you can see, the cutting got a little intricate. The pieces got a little. um, But then I had like a totally renewed creative force. Like once it actually came to placing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is, this is, this is the team. That's what it's all for. And so, yeah. yeah, these were all prints I used to have hanging in my apartment in Pittsburgh. And so there's a big Pittsburgh right there from a map I used to have of the city. Um, and then my whole apartment was like late sixties, early to mid seventies inspired. So very summer mm-hmm. of love and kind of the era that inspired disco a little bit. And mm-hmm. so we have some icons of that era, Grace Jones right here, right here. Um, Cher, of course, Elton John down here. Um, and then kind of more activist focus, we have the Stonewall Inn and Marsha P. Johnson and then Harvey Milk. Um, also Stormy, who was famously um, like a butch lesbian who at Stonewall was like, why don't you guys do something? That's how the story mm-hmm. goes. So I don't remember her last name, but definitely look her up, Stormy Stonewall. Learn some history about mm-hmm. that. Um, and these are actually her hands that were in that print. And I want to do like a creation of Adam type thing. I love Um, that. And so, yeah, it is kind of haunted too. Um, Very. And then this is the Allegheny River. Um, Oh, cool. 
And so, yeah, I'd like to find a piece to put here because this is like a little bit of space. But yeah, yeah I'm kind of obsessed with it. Oh God, it's and now so it's cute. like a little, it's like a little physical because I did want a little keepsake of my apartment. And I got mm-hmm. to keep like very few pieces of like actual furniture and stuff because you guys know moving, it's hard. Ew. And so now I feel like I have like that to be like a representative yeah. of that space I really loved. Um, and so yeah, Lovely. that was my manic pixie moment. Uh, it was very art school. It was very um, Hunter Schaefer in the Jules episode of Euphoria, yeah. um, which is probably the best episode of that show yeah probably um and so yeah hey oh i love that but becca what was your mm. manic pixie moment this week okay great question so something that i always have loved is obviously you know this compliments yes so it's really just the power the power of one compliment is honestly so much to so much And especially when it's delivered very confidently from someone who I am like, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So an older woman who I think was fully hitting on me at work. (laughs) Yeah. um, I was like, I have no doubts about that, actually. So into that, honestly. Um, That was crazy. (laughs) Um, She just looked me in the eyes and she was like, you are so beautiful. I was like, oh, my dear god to just say that like that oh my god it's no crazy. it's like the experience i had with the girl at the muna concert like uh-huh the merch girl when she yep. said i was an angel like yeah like whoa yeah so true and thank you and then i accidentally said to um a girl who i think she didn't she doesn't get maybe my vibe or my humor or something because mm-hmm. I did I was like maybe this job will finally find me my like a milf for me and she <laughs> just went oh and I was like oh <laughs> kidding <laughs> the woman who got you beautiful no I was talking to a co-worker because I was oh. like do you see that because she saw that and then I was like maybe this job will finally find me a milf and she was like oh, oh. oh. and I was like okay. oh I'm joking <laughs> but I'm not she was like, so, so what's wrong in your life that you need so, that? Yeah. You so feel? what's mentally wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, awesome. But yeah. So. Hmm. Oh my God. Uh, again, you know, feel free I, to fill the comment corner with compliments. Yes. Especially, especially something we're looking for. Yeah. yeah I want to be one of those people that just like compliment strangers. Oh, I love complimenting strangers. Yeah. Favorite thing. Like just passerbys on the street. And just fully to make people feel good. Because, like, when I get a compliment, like, just from, like, a so rando good. who I'll literally never see again. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Also, guys, when you compliment people, usually people compliment you back. Yes. But, again, something Becca and I are big fans of, giving no without expecting return. No compensation. But it is an added bonus, guys. Yes. If it <laughs> happens, it's amazing. Great. But if yeah. it doesn't... You made yeah. somebody feel good, and that's an amazing thing. That's enough. Yeah, that's even that's better than you feeling good to me at least. Yeah, because guess what? Santa's watching. <laughs> and with that, the fifteenth <laughs> episode comes to a close. Um, Becca, where can people keep up with you? They can follow me on Instagram at Becca Hobart, Twitter Bex Gloss, and TikTok. Where y'all going during World War Three? 
They can also find me in the aisles of Target hitting on MILFs. Quinn, where can the people keep up with you individually? You can follow me on <laughs> Instagram and TikTok at Quinn P. Murphy. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Quinn P. Murphy underscore. And you can find me literally anywhere. I'd be running around and especially coming up. <sighs> I'll be running around more on that in just one second. But Becca, where can people keep up with the show? They can follow Manic Pixie Jump Scare on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, where we post the podcast at large and also exclusive content usually over there. Um, Guys, also, you know to email in at manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com. You know, but you're not using your knowledge and knowledge is power so you can be powerful but you're choosing not to be and that's something that's so confusing me and becca i know it's crazy because like why wouldn't you but we talk about it multiple times a week yeah multiple times a week guys yeah so so yeah better right in please 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 (laughs) um and also just a little programming note for the podcast Mm -hmm. this will be the kind of last episode like this for a little bit of a second um Mm -hmm. because I am actually this when you guys are hearing this I will soon be on a flight to leave the country wow Um, and so yeah um well if you're listening on Friday if you're listening after Friday babe I'm gone already bye you missed me (laughs) um And so, yeah, so I will, I'm going on a little travel, not really vacation, but um, yeah, a little travel moment, a little very much Donna um, in Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, Lily James, Mm -hmm. Departure, in parentheses, I wonder. That's very much going to be me (laughs) soon. Um, And so I will not be in the country for a little while. Yeah. but Becca and I are not going on a complete hiatus. We wouldn't do that to you guys. We want to keep this podcast sure. going. We're obsessed with you. We're obsessed with our growth and stuff like that. And so the next couple of weeks, you will be hearing some standless deep dives that Becca and I have been working Yay. on for you. Um, and yeah, that's going to be the order of operations for like at least three weeks. And then to be honest, I don't really know what's going to happen. After <laughs> that, I would love to record from... Um, my European adventures and then wherever else the journey takes me. I would love to take mm-hmm. you guys along with that. I would love to talk to my friend Becca while that's all happening. Um, yes. Most importantly, of course. But yeah, I don't know the feasibility of all that quite yet. I'm going to try my hardest. You have my promise. Mm-hmm. But um, in the event that that doesn't happen, Becca and I have plenty of stuff to keep you guys satiated. Um, so yeah, don't mm-hmm. worry. Mary Christie Jump Scare is in no means going away. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a different format, but mm-hmm. I think you guys will like it. Um, yeah, it's me and Becca, fun. and we're just we're putting on our on our investigative journalists hats. Yeah, um, yeah, we're learning, but keeping all the charm and sex appeal and mm-hmm. um, tension, even dramatic yeah. tension, of course. That yeah. every episode of this podcast thus far has offered you. Um, yeah. So yeah, exactly. I also want to take this moment to publicly thank my co-host Becca. Um, she's been putting in so much extra work so I can go and gallivant, um, across this nation, (laughs) Uh, specifically not this nation, actually, um, this world. Um, and so 
yeah thank you so much to my friend becca for that well, sincerely thank you so much quinn to you for putting in like five times the work for oh. everything oh. right now oh well yes anyway um but yeah we love this show we love doing it for you guys and we will continue to do it for you guys and yes. we are excited for this next phase so get excited um whoop, whoop. for next week and yeah with that we're, we're Quinn. Quinn and, and we're, we're Becca. Becca and thank you, thank you for, for listening, listening. Mm, hey. thank you designers wait Thank you for listening. Tim Gunn can't sing. Like, he cannot no, possibly sing. He definitely can't. Like, he can't sing with that voice. What would it sound like for him to sing? Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound. Like, there's no, there's a musicality no. to his voice, but there's no melody to it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. No, he definitely can't. He, yeah, no. Podcast over. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.